This is Made Hot on Mike, the podcast where we discuss sexual wellness, mental health, relationships, and self-love. And we also talk about a bunch of other topics that actually has nothing to do with the actual topics in the podcast. But that's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> so we encourage you to get on your self-care journey with us. Enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, to Made Hot on Mike. Yeah. Good energy. Good energy. <laughs> yeah. Good flow. Good flow. Okay. Okay. So, today, today, we have Miss Taryn Jade back in the chair, on the mic, Back on the mic, back in the studio with the lovely ladies. Yes. <laughs> and we have another article, Taryn's Truths, Taryn Truths, that we're going to discuss and this one is called, Do Your Feelings Run You? It's already on the webpage. You can read it on the platform. You can listen to it. Yeah, all the members can listen to it and read it. But the first question is, what do you actually mean by this title, Taryn? Do your feelings run you? What does that mean? Yes, let's look at that. When I say, do your feelings run you? A lot of people that I come across, they either can't feel anything at all, going into disconnection and numbness, or they are feeling overwhelmed by feeling um, anxiety and stress, let's say, the two ones that come to mind. And um, it almost becomes that they are so overwhelmed by those feelings that they try to control those feelings and when they feel them to the point that they like hold on to them and become stuck in them um, rather than moving through a feeling and then coming out the other side of it. So that's what I mean when I talk about do your feelings run you? Do you feel like they are the things that are most prominent and dominant in your life when you wake up or when you go to bed or throughout your day? Is that the thing that's like staying with you the most? Or is it that you process your feelings throughout the day you move through them and you come out the other side. This is the thing that we really need to work on as a society. We are not moving through our feelings. We're scared of our feelings or we've disconnected from them. So I want to look at that uh, in this piece and uh, talk to people about how to have a healthy relationship with your feelings and how to get back to the basics on why our feelings are designed the way they are in our bodies and what they're doing for us, which is basically to keep us safe. They are there to give us little messages. They're just a little piece of us that are there to give us a little message, their energy and a sensation that moves through us to give us an indication of, hmm, maybe I'm doing something that isn't so good for me. Or maybe this particular thing right here I need to look at more. Is it uh, creating stress and anxiety in my life because it doesn't suit me, but I'm still doing it anyway? 
why am I still doing it anyway? So it's really like to give us these messages and it's up to us, of course, if we listen or not. Or sometimes, you know, if we're studying and we're, we're stressed and it's exams time, then you can feel the feeling, let it be there and still move through it and still tell yourself, yeah, okay, I feel that, I understand it, but it's exam time. So it's okay that it's there and you move on. And then the feeling subsides and lets go. It doesn't hover around you, it doesn't stay. So that's what we're talking about when we talk about do your feelings run you. Okay. But why is it so that we human beings are so afraid of our feelings when they actually come up? Because how often do you actually just like sit in that, go with it, process it and leave it? How often do you actually do it? You like I don't think I've ever done it. I mean, maybe sometimes, but I don't not often. No, I mean, how yeah. you describe it sounds really good when you describe it, <laughs> <Doesn't> but, it? <laughs> but like, usually just like, oh, shit, I feel bad. And you just want to run away from it. Yeah. It's like, why are we so, so afraid of that? Yeah. Why are you afraid of feelings? Of our feelings? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a really good thing to look at because we've talked a little bit about when we've had our chats together about the thinking mind and the feeling body. And we start to learn words, vocabulary when we're really young to attach to different sensations in our body so that we can communicate to somebody how we feel so that we can then get what we need. So, you know, we do this with our parents from when we're so small, I'm sad. So you get a hug for comfort, you know. And um, what's actually happening, you know, is we have these huge complex feelings, sensations that have words attached to them that are so mm, limiting. And they start to hold a lot of power. Uh, for an example, anxiety. You know, when you just start to hear that words, you know, when I'm working with people, their whole body tenses just to hear the word mm. often. And everything that they hear about in society, about anxiety and we're more anxious these days and da-da-da-da-da, people that haven't even suffered from anxiety start to suffer from anxiety because they're scared of anxiety. I don't want to have this anxiety. I've heard about it. It's not good. Oh, that's the worst thing that you can have. So basically, this relationship that we have to these words becomes bigger than the sensations themselves. And the actual feeling. Exactly. So we need to like rewrite this language within us and this association with it. Our thoughts of what a feeling is, is usually much bigger than what the feeling is. So what I encourage people to do in this exercise is actually welcome in a safe space. And a safe space means you just, you can be with someone else or by yourself, but in a comfy place that like maybe it's home on the couch or in bed, you know, where you're with yourself. And you know, like, that's all you're going to do is do this exercise. You don't have to worry about anything else. This is a safe space. You're there and you're inviting in a feeling, let's say anxiety seems we're talking about that. And you allow someone to actually feel that feeling in a curious mind as if you were feeling it for the first time with no notation of what anxiety is. You're just talking about the sensation of it with yourself. For example... What does anxiety feel like to me? Does it feel like a wave? Does it feel tingly? Does it feel like heat, pressure? What is it? And where do I feel that? Does it move? Do I see a color? Does it make me feel dizzy? 
and you just stay with the feeling. You just stay with the sensation. And the amazing thing is when you lay down in a room, you can connect with any feeling. And many people don't know this. Your feelings are your own, so you can connect with them at any time. Love, hate, laughter, joy, all these things. And uh, so if it's something that you're scared of and you're trying not to feel, you're really trying your best to avoid it, chances are is that it's stuck within you and you haven't moved through it and then it's becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. So Mm. maybe something that would start to make you feel a little bit anxious, all of a sudden you get like an extreme level anxiety because you haven't dealt with the anxiety before. So it grows. Yeah. So It accumulated. it, It accumulates. So imagine it like you're standing there and you're with a friend and they're trying to tell you something really important, maybe some advice, because our feelings are like advice, they're like messages. So your friend is standing there and they're talking to you in a normal tone like we're talking now, and you don't listen to them. Then they might repeat, and then they might talk louder. And at the end of it, if you're really not listening and they're getting like frustrated that you're not listening, they might yell at you. Mm. This is what your feelings do. So basically we want to create a space where, and a relationship with ourselves where we have the safety to feel those feelings, look at it with a curious mind and just actually feel the sensation, not the thoughts behind what this is, why is it there? It's just to feel the sensation. And the sensations behind anxiety, it's just energy that's flowing through us. And it, it transitions in different ways for different people, but the common things are heat, pressure, and like a dizziness. Hmm. And when you just sit and you you feel those in a curious way, they're not so bad. And it goes away. The more you concentrate on it and just try and stay with it, does it have a color? Does it move? Where does it start? Where does it end? Mm. It dissipates. And then the beauty happens. Then you get this relief and this calm because you've got the message. Like your friend being heard, you got the message. So they can sit there and like let you just sink in what the message is. Your body does the same thing. And then your thought should kick in. And that's, do I need to do something about this feeling? So you've already experienced the feeling and you move through it and then you take the action. But what we're doing is being stuck in the feeling and then having to take an action while we're in this awful feeling. It comes from a bad place. It comes from a negativity. It comes with that kind of notion when we're taking an action from that place. So it's all about Not being so scared to just feel a sensation in your body. Let it be there. Start to get a new relationship with that word. Say it over and over again in your head. Anxiety. Say it in goofy ways. Anxiety. You know, like make a song out of it. Anxiety. Anxiety. (laughs) You know, and start to like play with that word so that you start to get a different relationship with it. And it doesn't have this power over you. And actually, when you tune into anxiety, fun fact, It's very similar to excitement. When you actually break down those sensations, you get like a lot of energy flowing through your body at once. You get fluttering. You can get dizzy. You can get like a little bit sweaty. It's very similar to excitement. And when you're laying in this... Yeah, when you break it down like that. Yeah. 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 It actually sounds similar. Yeah. Yeah. You can be like nervous as well. Very similar to anxiety. They're all on a very similar frequency. Yeah. And uh, when you look at people under blue light that are experiencing different feelings, uh, you can also see in the colors that come up and the, and the locations in the body that those three things are very similar. So when you're actually feeling that anxiety that you invite in as you're laying in that safe space, you can start to actually 
turn it into like, oh, this dizziness. When else have I felt dizziness? Like when I've been on a roller coaster, which is fun, nerve-wracking, uncertain, e- adventurous, exciting. Hmm. And you can almost picture yourself in that experience and it changes everything for you. Or if you start to get warm and you start to feel pressure, it's like when else do you feel warm and pressure? It's like when somebody hugs you and makes you feel secure, yeah. makes you feel present. It's like, yeah, okay, my anxiety is just trying to let me know it's there. Yeah, I feel you, you know? So you can really like play with this and, and change it for yourself. And the more you do this, the less it comes and the louder it comes because it just wants to give you the message. And as soon as you get the message, it goes away. So rather than if you start to tune into it, rather than ignore it, then it can just whisper at you, hey, maybe there's something here that you need to look at. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. You feel a little bit of a wave and then it moves through. Hmm. So the more you actually practice this, the less you need it. So like when I listen to you, it's almost like you basically need to like ride on the waves of your emotions to not accumulate them and to not make them bigger because it's we ourselves, we make them bigger, we make them louder, we make them more scary, we make them more like it all like it feels you feel it in your chest, you feel it in your stomach, uh, like all these negative feelings. So we really build them up ourselves instead of just sitting in them, like making a song about them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for example, I mean, I mean, when I listen to Taryn, it's like, but if you do it in this way, then basically nothing is doesn't sound so, so bad. scary and no. not so bad and not so negative. No. If you like dissect it this way. And it's really like that. When you start to do this and you work with people and you're like, okay, let's ang- invite anxiety. And then they're like, <gasps> you know, and you're like, it's okay. You're in a safe space, right? You're not anxious right now, right? And they're like, well, no. Oh, okay. So let's just invite it in and start to see what it is. And you see the way their body reacts and you see then how they react to their body reacting. And then you just tell them, okay, so breathe for a start. Just breathe and let the feeling be there rather than fight. You feel them stiffen. You feel them like, want to, I don't want to feel this. It's like, what is it that you don't want to feel? I don't want to feel anxious. Hmm. Okay, so allow the feeling to be there so it can move through so you don't feel anxious anymore. Yeah. And when you say to them, okay, so tell me what you're feeling, you know, and you talk and you're there, I'm, with, I'm here with you, and you move through it. Then you say to them at the end, so how was it? And like, that wasn't even that bad. Like, what have <laughs> I been so worried about? And you're like, that's exactly right. But you, you hold this like distance to it, which holds it to you. You know, you're trying so hard not not to feel it and to fight it that it sticks around and becomes louder and more. Mm. But when you actually just surrender, just like we jump into the ocean, hey, it's fun when there's waves. But if you're trying to stand there and like avoid them and swim out of the way and, you know, how how awful is that going to be? Yeah. You're not going to get anywhere. It's still going to happen. But, you you know, you're not going to enjoy yourself. You're not going to be in the moment. It sometimes is nice and still other times like this big wave comes and dunks you and you get you still get back in the ocean, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. I like to see it like the ocean. You know, sometimes our bodies, they're calm and they're and blissful. Then they get the waves and then they go back to calm again at some point. You always know it's going to be like that with your body. Yeah. Your body always wants to balance itself out, which is why it's telling you, hey, do we need to look at something here? Mm. And it's basically your best friend. If you can see it like that, telling you like, hey, I feel stressed right now. Is there something that you need to be doing less of and more of something else? It's almost like a, your inner compass, like checking in with you to make sure that you actually start to listen to it so that you can be in this harmony within. Because that's what it wants, survival and harmony. Yeah. 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 
So it's really interesting if you can start to do these exercises and change the relationship with these, especially the high frequency words, the ones that we're all trying so desperately to avoid. To avoid. Yeah. yeah. And grief is one of them. You know, oh, we yes. all have people that have died in our life. And uh, this loss and this grief, it, it's also a really big, uh, quite overwhelming feeling for people. But when you do grief work, uh, it's so beautiful how close it is to like love and compassion. And this side comes out and then people feel like really close to the person that they've lost and a nice relationship with themselves and with grief. They see it in a beautiful way rather than, oh, it's a loss and it's a haunting. And it's a, it's like, no, it's a, it's a connection that you have had. It's a care and a love that you have had that actually remains within you for someone. And that's beautiful. Yes, of That's course. really beautiful. Yes. So it's just about really looking at these and changing the relationship. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting, I have to say. <laughs> But why are we so fast to run away from our feelings? Why are we like so fast to suppress the feelings? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a deep question, you know. Um, Big question. <laughs> yeah. And it's something that we're all doing. There's a few reasons, I think. Sometimes we don't want to appear weak to people. We feel like if we're vulnerable in a feeling, it it equals to weakness. I happen to believe the complete opposite. When you become vulnerable and you allow feelings to wash through you, wash over you, you become stronger because you understand them. And with that power comes strength. And you also have like this form of control, actual control uh, of yourself, not the illusion of control where you're trying to avoid something and you're trying to go run away and go the other direction. We are trying to run away because we're scared of this thought, you know, that big thought we were talking about before. Like people envision like this big dark cloud hovering over them when they start to feel stress and anxiety. It's like the actual stress that we feel, the actual sensation of it is not so bad. The more we talk about it, the more we give it energy, the more we block it away and I'm stressed, I'm stressed and we talk about it rather than just to sit in the bathroom at work spend five minutes tuning into yourself put your hand on your heart put your hand on your stomach feel that feeling the sensation of it how do I feel stressed where do I feel it allow it to be there then it dissipates then you come back like fresh and you probably see like hmm you know what I'm stressed because I have all these things on my plate and I could probably delegate too because you come with clarity and a clear mind And then yeah. this solution comes. And that's what your emotion is there for. All of for. a sudden. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're like, huh. And then not only are you not stressed anymore because you've moved through it, you come with a solution so you don't become stressed again. So we're so quick to try and run from them because we're trying to put up this facade or we're trying to avoid the feeling. But actually, when we dive into them, when we dive into these fears of these feelings, it's where the, the gold sits. It's where yeah. everything becomes better. You become more in tune with yourself and how to get yourself into this balance and harmony. And uh, and you you know how to then get out of your emotion and then into your head, which is meant to be secondary, and do the action that you need to do to change your life so you don't feel those things. And that's how we are built and designed. It's supposed to be like that, you know? We get the message, we hear it, we go, okay, I'll feel that feeling, I'll feel that sensation, get that message. And then after you're out of that, Then the clarity comes, the action comes. And it's amazing. When you start to do this, you're like, it's so simple. <laughs> and you're like, I, I, I feel so much better and so much relief. And I feel like I can survive this world now. And you're like, yeah, because it is your survival mechanism. Yeah. But we're so busy trying to fight ourselves, fight the feeling. We're trying to do everything uh, 
harder on ourselves. Completely. We make it so much harder on ourselves because yeah. we think the unknown or the fear of going through the feeling is worse. But it's actually not. The thought of it is. But the feeling, it's not. Not the actual feeling. Yeah. Just the thought. Exactly. Yeah. But this is so true. Like, I mean, if you've been in whatever situation, I mean, a, a conflict or just a stressed situation or just something that gave you anxiety, and then in that moment, those first couple of, depends on the person, of course, like the first couple of minutes or half hour or hour, when you feel all these emotions around that situation, I mean, you never, ever come up with a smart or good solution. No. You just don't. You're in it's it. like you're blocked. Mm -hmm. It's like you, you will never find the good words or the like the way the right way to go, whatever it is. Like, it's not going to happen. You really have to like, okay, why am I feeling this? What am I thinking? Like, how how should this land in me? Like, let it do that because you're going to feel the right solution. You're going to get the right words in you eventually but not there in that like when you you have this like high state of everything basically it's never going to happen you have to kind of like come down calm calm down and calm down i would say that's like, great exactly those calm two things calm down and calm down yes and actually that i'm going to go I'm gonna go one more. <laughs> I'm like giving myself compliments here. <laughs> Give them to you. Put yourself on the shoulder. <laughs> Stars on my shoulder. <laughs> and and you're completely right. There's a time for questioning, but there's first a time for for feeling, and that is something that doesn't come from our head. Like when we feel this stress or anxiety, how many times do you feel people? I don't have time for that. It's like good, then feel it so it moves away, and and then you can get to what you need to get to. But you know. The really important thing in this that I want to get across is you actually have to feel the sensations. So all you have to do is go into a quiet space, tune into your body and feel what those sensations are, are inside your body without question. Yeah, You don't even you need to know like why is this happening? What It's not the time for that. You're just going to feel it. You need to just stay in tune with it like you're listening to your friend and you're listening to everything they want to say. Mm -hmm. And then after you, you've listened and that lands in you, then you can speak. That's kind of how it is with your body. You need to listen to it. So just sit in the quiet space until you don't feel that feeling anymore. Those sensations just go into like a calm. And it's amazing. You get this beautiful serenity afterwards. And you're like, oh, my God, I feel like I could just sleep. Like, how did that come out of, you know, anxiety attack? And, and then that's where you get this purity, this clarity. You rise up from the ashes. This what you're saying. You calm down. You come down. And then you rise up. And you rise up like with a new energy and a, and a new head. And you're like, oh, my God, this was so, this solution is so easy. Why didn't I see it before? Yeah, I just yeah. need to delegate these two things to the person that actually knows about this. And I will do these things that I'm really good at. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this weight's off your shoulders. You, you've solved your own problem and you've become your own best friend as well as everyone else in the office because you're of not course. this person that's spreading anxiety and stress. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants that person like in the drinks office? drinks for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Cocktail <laughs> hour. Oh, it's only 11 a.m. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah, so this is an amazing thing for men and women and in particular men because women were a little bit more used to being emotional and vulnerable. Yeah. Men find it harder. Women, we talk more to each other and we talk about emotions, feelings. Men, they don't. They don't usually like visit those things. And I'm I'm not trying to be stereotypical here or, you know, talk too much about gender. 
this is just what I've come across from who I've worked with and, and the men that I've spoken with and, and how they actually feel. This is coming from them. Hmm. You know, a lot of the time they feel isolated in, in, in what to do, who to speak to, where to go. Women, we kind of have a, more of a network around us where we're opening up to this kind of chit-chat and we can ask for help a little bit easier. Men, they find it harder from what I've seen. So this is a really good article to share with the, the men in your life as well. So we invite all you men to read it. Definitely. Yes, we do. And Twice. we want these comments. Like, please tell yes. us like what you think of this. Did you hear this and just get like a wave of relief and be like, oh my God, this, you know, because we, we don't get taught this. That's, it's one thing to, for someone to say, yeah, you just need to move through your feelings. Oh. Okay, well, how do I do that? Yeah, you know? sounds great. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> can, you, yeah. can you tell me how to do that? <laughs> I want an instruction manual. Uh, but then, you know, when you actually just read through this piece and start to, like, collect this information together and then you do the exercise, it becomes like, ah, oh, this is actually such a simple thing. Yeah. Again, we're not learning it. That's the only that's the only difference. But here it is for you guys. Yeah, that's Go. why so there. That's it why it's so brilliant. We actually have it here. We're so giving you the tools. <laughs> exactly. But that's what we need to do. We need to share the tools more so that people can learn. Okay, so but I'm, I have a question. I'm gonna oh sorry. I was just gonna uh, add yes. one little last thing on that. When you listen to yourself, there becomes a time when you have to be brave enough to listen to yourself as well. So when you experience the sensation and then you move through it and you get that realization of oh you know this is what's actually bringing this feeling on then you have to be able to listen to yourself and be true and be like is this something I need to change in my life and this could be like a person that's in your life a relationship you're having a dynamic of a relationship you're having um, it could be your job and that you actually don't enjoy your job but you're trying so hard to try and fit into it or do it because you're scared or you don't know what else to do or whatever but you have to be brave enough to listen to your own answer your own truth so I do want to just tell people out there like this is a big part of it listening to yourself fully and completely so that you actually do the right things for yourself mm. and uh, and just be open I'm not saying yeah go and quit your job but start to open up to the idea, you know, if that's what it is for you. Look at other things. Talk to people about, like, your connections out there, what you might want to do, any openings of people that you're friends with and are working in companies that interest you. or And just start to, like, look at other options. Maybe that's enough to change your situation or free you. Or maybe the perfect opportunity is going to land in your lap, as manifestation usually does. Yes. So, yeah, you really need to, like, completely listen. Yeah, yeah. That almost answered my question. Oh. Like, partly, yeah, because my question was like, do we, do we miss signs, uh, gut feelings yeah. that our feelings are giving us? Yeah, the gut feeling is that we feel, but we very often just push away. Yeah, but the gut feeling is some kind of a message, warning, some kind of like yeah. somebody's something is poking in you, telling you something. Yeah, That's but you spidey often sense. disregard <laughs> it or just like push it away. Yeah. Even even though you know with things that happen or turn out like I yeah. should have listened to that inner to, voice to my gut I to should have gut. listened to my gut I knew yeah. this I I had the answer already but I to ignored my intuition it. yes yeah. yeah it's a great question and I think with the answer that I'm going to give it's just going to be a short one because I know we're uh, running out of time but I think that we need to respond more to our sensations and we don't need to always question why it is like that when we get gut feelings if we don't follow them we're usually in our head but the feeling doesn't come from our head it comes from our body and it's a different kind of knowing 
And like when we talk about our soul space, it's in our body and it's in between our chest next to our heart. And this is where like our essential presence is. And this gives us answers that our head doesn't give us. It's more like a knowing. Uh, It's not a thought process. We have too much power in our heads. We need to tune out of our heads a lot more and get back into our bodies. If you've got this gut feeling, go for it. Follow it, you know. And if it becomes a time where you see, oh, now in the hindsight, I should have followed my gut feeling and I didn't, start to trust then. Okay, next time I will, even if I don't understand why it's there. Okay, this doesn't really feel right. Okay, so I'm maybe not going to do it or I'm not going to do it this way. How does that feel? Hmm? Yeah, okay, it changed the feeling. Okay, then it's it's good. You know, so we can question ourselves as well. We can change tactic and, and start to sway in a different way and say, do we still have that? same gut feeling like don't do this no it's changed okay then I go with that or if it's still there okay so I don't know why but it's still there so I'm not gonna do this thing Hmm. or I'm gonna do this thing I'm gonna follow this even though it makes no sense I'm gonna quit my job and travel the world like I did and and you know and I'm just gonna (laughs) see how where it takes me and what what's gonna happen and I can't even predict what is is going to be and looking back now I can say like wow that was the best thing I ever did and I just went with my gut feeling at the time, most people were like, you're insane. <laughs> what are you going to well, do? Well, that's a no, whole no, no, other uh, podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> the insanity of Exactly. Yeah. But I think that wraps up our, our uh, Do Your Feelings Run You uh, topic piece for today. Other than if we want to go more into that with what our readers are. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to revisit this yes. uh, a little bit more. But to end it off, I think we should remember to listen more to ourselves and be brave to actually listen to what the body is telling us. Yes. And be brave about it. Yeah. And see those kind of uh, the feelings and the signs as uh, our best friend, as Taryn said. Yeah. Yeah. Or the friend that you need to actually listen, listen to. to. That was a really good. To listen good, fully to. Yeah. To listen fully to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. For listening. For, li- for listening. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Taryn, again, for <laughs> all the knowledge that we get from you. It's amazing. I love it. It's golden. beautiful. Yeah, it is golden. <laughs> so go in and listen and uh, get your questions back to Taryn. And thank you for today. Thank you for today. You made it to the end of this episode. We salute you and thank you. Tune in every fortnight for a new episode and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out of any of the goodies. Our listeners' experience is why we do this. Therefore, we encourage honest reviews, engagement, and feedback. Follow us on social media on madehot underscore. With love, Maya and Malou.